Hey, what's going on? Thanks for checking out the podcast. My name's Jason Bay. You can call me Jay Bay. And if you're listening to the podcast for the first time, this podcast is for reps and sales teams who love landing big meetings with prospects, but hate doing outbound and sending hundreds of cold emails and making dozens of cold calls to get very, very few results. And they want to figure out a way to do it smarter. So if that's you or a team that you're leading, you're definitely in the right place. Today, we're talking to Mark Hunter, the sales hunter, and we're doing an episode of Sales Rants. Super excited for this episode today with Mark Hunter. So been a big fan of Mark in his work, uh, high profit selling, high profit prospecting, and more recently, a mind for sales. Uh, the dude is just a wealth of knowledge, and he also works with companies, very different companies from the ones that uh, I work with. Some of the same, but very different companies too. Uh, so he's working with a lot of like Fortune 500 companies, which I don't work with a ton of those, but Fortune 500 companies in industries outside of tech. You know, so he's got a really good pulse on what's going on in sales outside of tech. And if you're listening to this and you're like, well, Jason, why would I want to know what's going on outside of tech? Because I'm in tech. Well, we can learn a lot from other industries and what's working with their types of prospects and applying it. That's that's one of the benefits of being well-networked, honestly, with other sales reps to see how they're applying certain things across different industries with slightly different context so that you can learn and emulate some of those things. Um, we're going to be talking about two topics, though. One, <laughs> what you can do besides just checking in. That's going to be a big one that we talk about. The other one too is how to increase the value of the work that you're doing over the phone by combining it with email. So we're going to talk about how you can do some multi-channel prospecting and really why we need to treat all of these channels as, as one, as a way to communicate with prospects. So we're going to dig into those two things. Lastly, before we get to the sales rant here, you know, if you're listening to this and you're like, hey, I I want to be a top rep. I want to be in the top 1%, 5% of my company. And maybe all you got time to do every week is maybe listen to this podcast or catch a LinkedIn post every now and then. You're not alone. I talk to a lot of reps that want to be top performers. And one thing I know about every top performer, having been one myself, having worked with a lot of them, is they know that they need to spend quality time in two activities. Opening new deals and moving the existing ones to close. And the challenge really is, if you have a limited time to work on yourself, how do you know what skills to improve the most that are going to move the needle? And this is exactly why I started Outbound Squad. It's a program for reps who crave accountability, structure, and results over theory. So if you're thinking, hey, I'm a hit of a bit, a bit of a sales plateau, or maybe your results haven't been increasing in the last 90 days, Outbound Squad surrounds you with the best coaching, content, and community. So you're going to learn how reps like Ethan, crushes his meeting targets every week by setting meetings with one out of every three cold calls he connects to. So over a 33% conversion rate of call connects into meetings, which is extremely high. We have folks like Brenda, who's an account executive who sets you know three meetings in a week while running a couple meetings as well. So what to do if you're an account executive and you have limited time to prospect. And we got people doing all kinds of stuff. You know, people that come in with call reluctance that are able to pick up the phone and learn frameworks and things like that to feel more comfortable to hit their meetings. And it's a lot of really great stuff that we're, we got going on. So it's application only. So if you're looking for a community of top performing reps to surround yourself uh, with, you want the best content out there related to outbound, 
I can seriously tell you that uh, a lot of the stuff that I work on with companies, I've streamlined into playbooks for reps. So you're learning what I've uh, learned working with thousands of reps at this point, training and coaching them across some of the top you know, SaaS companies and professional services companies out there. You're going to get all that wrapped into one program. So if that's something that's interesting to you, it's a paid program. Email me, Jason, at blissfulprospecting.co. Just put squad in the subject line. And if you're up for the challenge, I'd love to share more details with you. And without further ado, let's get to the episode. So the famous, you know, sort of just checking in line. I know you have a lot of opinions about this, but I'm curious, how long is this? How long have people, have salespeople been just checking in? <laughs> Where did that come from? Where did that even get started? I have no idea. It probably came from a hotel, okay? You know, people, because that's what people, when they, when they check in, checking in. Well, yeah, well, look, people, you may use that at a, at a hotel. And I don't know about you. My name is not Marriott. So don't go using that line on me. I tell you what, I can't stand that. When people yeah. on say, I'm just checking in to, to see how you're doing on the decision-making or just checking in or whatever, you know, whether it be a phone call, a voicemail, an email, come on, that is so lame. It's pathetic. And yet, People keep using it. You know the reason they use it is because they can't think of anything else. If you can't bring new value, don't pick up the phone. Don't send an email. New value with every message. Oh, that means you got to think. That means you got to put the customer first. Hmm, that's there's a novel thought. Putting the customer first. Wow, I, I, I'm shocked that anybody would <laughs> think that. But yeah, now, I mean, th- there are so many lines beyond just checking in. You know, I yeah. wonder up to the top of your inbox or, or, Hey, I wanted to catch you first thing. How's your day going? Well, you know what? My day was going just fine until you called click. Yeah. I mean, man, if, if, you know, talk to me as if you care about who I am, Mm -hmm. talk to me about how I care about the needs that I have. Don't talk to me about how you just want to close this sale. So you can go to Jamaica and forget it. Yeah. It's what's interesting about this too is I, I almost wonder if like because being on the receiving end, you said that you just got one of these voicemails yesterday. And uh it's funny by the way that we help salespeople and it's like people don't even look at the stuff we put out because if they just followed one piece of advice, you know that they wouldn't do that. But the just checking in thing, s- sort of how it makes me feel sometimes too, is that even if you were just checking in to see if the deal was gonna get closed, I'd honestly rather you just be really straight up about it versus kind of skirting around the topic. Oh, yeah. It's like, what is it that you want? What? Because you're not just checking in. Yeah. You want me to tell the decision's been made. Why don't you just ask me? Ask me, okay? Yep. But please, I mean, it, it. and it is so funny because you put out great content. There's so much good content out there. And yet, for some reason, people ignore. And here's the reason they ignore it, because they want to take the shortcut. Because really, when it comes down to it, they really don't want to be on the phone. They really don't want to be on the phone. And again, how, how many times have you picked up the phone and the person on the other end is surprised that they're actually getting you and not your voicemail, right? Yeah. Wow. Because they're just <laughs> used to rolling over the voicemail. And then you pick up the phone and you go, Jason Bay. And they go, oh, I didn't know it was you. I didn't know you were actually answering the phone. Yes, you do answer the phone. Uh, there, there are so many pathetic things that people do on a telephone. I mean, man, I this is... And what's funny is, think about it. It's one of the oldest sales tools out there. 
how did we become so bad? Now, I'm sorry, we, no, no. There's a lot of salespeople doing it right. But why are there so many salespeople not doing it right? And I'll tell you what it comes down to because they're afraid to be yeah. on the phone. Boom. Yeah. And this is a good segue into our second rant, man. <laughs> the phone. Yeah, there's def there's a definite fear that I see with the people that I work with for sure. There's like that call reluctance kind of thing. I'm curious what your take is on where do you think call reluctance comes from? I know there's this fear of rejection. That's is it people don't know what to say. Where where does that reluctance to pick up the phone come from? Because they're afraid of hearing rejection. I mean, yeah. they want every phone call to lead to a participation trophy. I mean, come on, yeah. people. I mean, this is only, they are afraid of rejection. They're afraid of offending somebody. They live in some safe zone mentality that they don't want to do anything to upset anybody. Here's the thing about calling. Here's the thing about cold calling. And here's why I like it. Now, when I mean cold calling, I'm not calling random people from the phone book. I'm calling targeted people that fit my ICP, my ideal customer profile. But here's the deal. I know I can help them. I know I can help them. So I have an obligation to reach out to them. Now, why salespeople can't understand this? But, well, gee, they didn't really want to talk. Well, excuse me. Do you think they woke up this morning uh, excited to hear that you're going to call them? No, they don't know you're going to call them. So, of course, you're interrupting them. It's no different than when people call you or me. I mean, they're interrupting me. I'm doing something else. So, hey, get over it and get over the fact that, oh, wow, they they unleashed on me. They, they said, never do it. Well, excuse me. You don't know what's going on in their life. You have no idea what happened to them just before you called. So relax. You know, I, I equate when somebody calls somebody and they have a bad phone call. I happen to be doing this call for my car. Yeah, I, I, I love being in my car because I'm out making it happen. And it's like driving through an intersection. And you could drive through an intersection and you could have the green light. And a car runs the red light from beside you and plows right into you. You know, you just happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. No, you're in the right place at the wrong time. And that's the same thing when somebody tees off on you on a phone call. Don't worry about it. You just blow it off and you go make another call because that's the other thing. Too many salespeople say, well, gee, I've had two people get upset at me. I guess the world must be upset at me, so I better not call anybody. Oh, come on, people. It's not like the people get together and say, oh, wow, you know what? We're going to team up on Mark Hunter or we're going to team up on Jason. Give me a break, people. I love what you said there, right place, wrong time. That's a really good way to think of it where you're doing something, you're doing your job, you know, and what I, because you mentioned the word interruption. Uh, what I always like to say is, yeah, you're interrupting the other person, but you get to choose whether or not you are an interruption, you know? Oh. You get to choose. And nice. I, think, nice. I think a part is because you sort of alluded to this, I'm curious your take, is it's almost has to do with your worldview, if you think about it. Does life happen to you or do you go out and make it happen, you know, kind of thing. And what I noticed is if you, to the people that really have a tough time with this and feel like it's, you know, this person has something out for them, that actually probably is manifested from some sort of personal belief too and how they, like when bad things happen in their life, it's like, oh God, what was me? You know, kind of thing. It's, it's, I don't know if it's as harsh as saying it's a victim mentality, but it's it's pretty close. I don't know what hey, you think. You are listening to Jason Bay and Mark Hunter as we go <laughs> philosophical talking about life. You're spot on. 
you are spot on. I love it. I love it. Because you know what's funny? It's funny. I was talking with a sales manager today and he's got 30, 32 salespeople. And um, he says, man, over the years, one thing I've learned, it's attitude. It's attitude. And I said, yeah, sales is an emotional activity. He says, spot on. Sales is emotional. It is absolutely. And and that's what you're talking about. It is. I mean, it's how you choose. We decide the outcome of a phone call even before we've called the person. Because we get up in our mind whether or not this is going to be a good call or a bad call. And you know what? Hmm. That's the way it goes. Is there one tip, mindset tip? I mean, you wrote a whole book on it that recently came out. A Mind for Sales. Plug. <laughs> plug. Plug. Shameless. <laughs> I guess it's not a shameless plug if I if I plug it for you. No, no uh, it would be shameless if I said a mind for sales. Okay. So I said the shameless. Yeah. <laughs> what's uh like with this, what's the kind of most common advice that you give people around around the mindset? Well, the most common mindset is know that your objective is to help others see and achieve what they didn't think was possible. Yeah. And if you stay focused on this one concept when it comes to prospecting, if you know you have the ability to help someone, it's your responsibility to reach out to them. See, it'd be like if, if I had a problem. Oh, excuse me. I have a lot of problems. And if I knew somebody could help me with that problem, I would want them to reach out to me. See, I, I would... And if they didn't reach out to me, I'd be upset. See, and, and that's that's how we have to look at prospecting. We are helping people. That you know, the role mm-hmm. of the salesperson is to influence and impact people in a positive manner. That's what we do. Yep. I, I don't know about you, but that jazzes me when I wake up in the morning. I mean, that absolutely. I mean, I love being on the phone. I love being out there making it happen. Yeah. I love that advice too, because when I think of helping, I don't know, for some reason I picture a grocery store and helping someone with something at the grocery store or their bags or whatever. Some people don't want to be helped and they will reject your help. And that's like, that's an okay thing. It's okay for someone to reject your help, you know? So not everyone's going to want help. It's totally fine for people to reject your help and and, and don't be offended by that. Don't, don't, Mm -hmm. don't get upset over that. Uh, because not everybody is as enlightened as Jason Bay is, you know? Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, y'all, well, we all come to the real life of different yeah. things, okay? So that's a given. And I look at it this way. If I know who I can help and I know who I can, who I should be going after, I've got plenty of prospects. I've got plenty. So if you're not going to dance with me right now because you've chosen not to, I'm going to keep working on you. But you know what? I'm not going to lose sleep over it because I got plenty of other people I know I can help. All right, that was a fun one. I think one of the big things is, you know, what we talked about around you're interrupting the prospect when you do cold outreach, but you get to choose if you're an interruption. So think about that one. You're going to interrupt people and you're going to call them when they don't want you to call them. You're going to email them when they don't want you to email them, but you get to choose whether or not that interaction was an interruption based on the content that you share in the business acumen that you bring to the table. So appreciate you tuning in for this episode of Rants. Would love it if you subscribe and leave a review on the podcast so we could continue getting on great guests like Mark. And uh, we'll see you next episode.